Hi, this is Rabbi Daniel Rabin. Welcome to session two of the study of the book of Tehillim. In our first session, for those who joined, we looked at the overarching themes on the book of Tehillim. We saw what it was that David HaMelech, King David, sought to achieve when he was divinely inspired to write the book of Tehillim, some of the other contributors to the book of Tehillim. And again, we looked at the great merit that we can have when we study and we read the Psalms. We also looked at, of course, how it's so infused in our daily lives, from our prayers, from good times, from challenging times, from celebrations, to unfortunately tragedies. Tehillim is there to stay with us and, of course, to give us courage, inspiration and hope, as I mentioned in the first session. Today we're going to look at uh, the text inside. Uh, we're only going to manage to cover uh, just the first, the first chapter, Tehillim Aleph. But I think Tehillim Aleph really sets the agenda for the whole book of Tehillim. Because in Tehillim Aleph, if you look at the overarching theme of Tehillim Aleph, of chapter 1, King David is telling us that we, as human beings, and certainly as Jewish people, we have a choice. We have choices. We can choose good, and we can choose the opposite. We can choose negativity. We can choose negative influences. And King David in Tehillim Aleph is encouraging us, and he's uh, promoting, if you like, choosing a life of Torah, a life of mitzvot. He compares choosing a life of Torah to luscious greenery, to, to positivity. And of course, choosing the opposite is a very negative life, a life which won't be filled with any growth, with any real inspiration. And so in our choice to choose Torah, King David is being realistic. He's saying, although Torah, as I said, is a great precious gift to all of us, we know that it's, it's connecting to the infinite, it's connecting to God himself. But God made us humans and God gave us that free choice. And so therefore, there's going to be a lot of challenges, a lot of negative influences to try and divert our attention, to try and corrupt us, if you like, to take us away from Torah. There might be negative influences of people. Distraction, you know, if you look at today's modern day world and we'll try and connect it to that, we'll look at how that might try and distract us from the study of Torah. There's so much that is in our faces today that is trying to tell us, oh, you don't need Torah. Stop worrying about it. But ultimately, if we see this great gift, we understand the value and the preciousness of Torah, of course, that will be great and positive for all of us. So if you have a book of Tehillim with you, I suggest you take one out. If you're listening to this on, uh, on one of the podcasts in your car, of course, please don't take out a Tehillim while you're driving. But I'll read some of the text along as we go through it. And of course, you can then follow it if you do have a Tehillim with you later. Tehillim Aleph, as I mentioned, the overall theme is choosing and praising somebody who chooses a life of Torah. And really the first part of the Mizmor, the first part of this Tehillim says, Ashrei ha'ish halach Fortunate is the person who has not walked in the counsel of the wicked people or spent their time on the path of sinful people and hasn't sat in the gathering of scoffers. Rather, he says, Rather that this person's only desire is for Hashem's Torah, and he reflects on his Torah to study day and night. So King David is already telling us that is a praiseworthy life. A person is able to put aside the distractions, to put aside all the negative influences. They're going to take this person away from a Torah life, a life of, of good values, of morality. That is to be praised. And King David then goes on to say that it's not just, I'm not just saying well done to the person who does it, but he says, He's like a tree that has been planted beside streams of water, which yields its fruit in due season. And whatever that person does is successful. 
And so King David is not just telling us you should choose Torah life, but he's saying if you do choose Torah life, if you do choose a life of morality, of kindness, of goodness, it's going to be like a life of lush greenery, of growing trees. And the person, if he does choose Torah, will have this, this, this to look forward to, a really promising future, like that stream that's continuously giving this lush garden the ability to grow. And of course, it's like to sustain that person. They've always got that to look forward to. And then David Amelech in the first in the first chapter, he obviously gives us the opposite side of things, you know, no, not just telling us to choose a life of Torah and of to, to see its reward and its its promising life, but of course he says, "Lokain harishayim," not so with the wicked. If a person unfortunately chooses to be influenced by scoffers, to be influenced by negativity, to not choose a life of goodness, to not choose a life of Torah, then says King David that person's life. Well, unfortunately, the fate of that person's life will be like the wicked. Every passing wind they'll be vulnerable to and ultimately to destruction. And he says, of course, the Rishayim, they like straw and that their wind blows them away and they will obviously not be found guiltless in judgment. So ultimately, King David is saying that if you choose a life where you opt in to negativity, where you opt in to follow the way of, of, the, of the wicked, you're not going to be able to escape that. You're not going to be able to escape judgment at the end of the day. And so, of course, he says, because ki Hashem derech tzadikim v'derech rashem toved. Hashem knows the way of the tzadikim, and, but the way of the righteous, the, the, the evil, the rashaim will perish. You know, today we are blessed with so much online activity. We have CT, CCTV cameras everywhere. Every one of our actions are being recorded, whether you like it or not. You walk in the streets, you're probably being recorded. So too with the way that Hashem looks at us. You think, oh, it doesn't matter if I connect with these people, if I follow this negative influence. What's the difference? But ultimately, says King David, there will be judgment. There will be all the actions that you choose to follow and to do. Will ultimately, ultimately, you'll be held accountable. So let's go a little bit further into the, into the text itself. That's the overarching. So, of course, praise the person who chooses the good life. Why you should choose a good life. It's like that lush pastures. And of course, if you don't choose that, the, the third part of the Mizmor, of the Tehillim, is telling us you'll be doomed like the, the, the wicked. So let's look further in. So says King David, fortune and praiseworthy is the person, Ashrei Ish, who has taken care to avoid the bad influences. And such a person who has, I guess, pushed themselves, who has worked on themselves, is not going to be easy. And of course, that's why I think why David Amelech starts with this, by telling us that life is not easy. Choosing the right things is not always going to be easy. And of course, the person who, Asher Lo Halach, who has not walked in the, the ways of the wicked, who's pushed aside all the negativity. Now, I think there's, there's an interesting point to be made here. You know, when we speak about wicked or negativity, they may seem like really foreign concepts. You know, we think about wicked, we may think of these villains, you know, I don't want to have anything to do with the wicked person, so it's so easy. But I think what King David is telling us that the, the ways of the of the Shaim or the advice of the Rishayim, Atzat Rishayim, is not talking about a villain necessarily. It's talking about this. Unfortunately, in life you can you can follow people who tell you to to be to follow life out of materialism. It's all about gaining wealth or power or influence, and so you might get sucked into that and say it's all about me and and growing my ego and building my own ego. That is Atzat Rishayim. That is following negativity. Whereas the Torah life should give you a life of humility to understand that all the gifts that Hashem has given you, your own talents and skills are there to make the world a bit better. And so choosing negativity might not be as 
contrasted as we've seen. In fact, some of the commentators even say choosing a life of wickedness may even be somebody who studies the Torah. Pretty ludicrous. But ultimately, it might be somebody who's using the Torah for their own sake, whether it might be for a sense of power to say, look how great I am. Or it might be that they're using the Torah to try and, uh, you know, influence their will onto others, to try and dictate to others how they should live their, live their lives. That's also outside Rishayim. And of course, if you avoid that, if you push that aside, if you stick to the truth and you go and you, and, and you don't get influenced by this behave, behavior, but rather, and you study the Torah day and night. And of course, each of us have our own uh, times that we have available. But when he says that you should study day and night, I think what King David was telling us to have that fixed time. So crucial is it to have a set time, just like you may have a set time to go to the gym, just like you may have a set time to brush your teeth or to eat your meals. You should also have that as well. And that's the good life. Choosing that, says King David, will give us the, the yield its fruit in its time. And true Torah wisdom will continue to, conti to, to give fruit. You know, fruit is something interesting because a fruit tree, you know, it grows. You know, you might just look at the fruit tree and you say, okay, look, I, I admire the tree itself. But then all of a sudden the fruit starts to grow and you see that there's something more than just the tree. I think a life of Torah, says King David, is something which will continue to give fruit. Even after your passing, your kind deeds, your goodness, the choice that you made will, of course, have an influence on the next generation and so on and so forth. I want to just look at as we come to the end of this Tehillim, and as I said, we, we've chosen to just do these in 10 or so minutes to make them a bit more user-friendly and uh, that you can study something on, at a quicker level instead of listening to a whole one-hour shiur. But I think if we look at Ashreya Ish, uh, fortune is that person who has chosen a life. And I think we need to seek in our own lives fulfillment, meaning, and, and choose activities that, that nurture you, that give you that spirituality. Choose activities that make you an Ish, a term for the highest human being, not a man, but the highest human being, a form where you choose activities that are not about degrading you, not about just about wealth, but really things that give you fulfillment, that really give you meaning. And then make sure, avoid the risk of sin, avoid negativity, bringing things into your home. If you're a parent, make sure that your children don't, get it, don't have those negative influences around them. Today we have so many challenges with social media, with our mobile phones, smartphones, we have to protect ourselves. We have to shield ourselves and make sure that we listen only to things that are going to nurture our souls. And of course, he says, yashav. We shouldn't sit in the, the gathering of scoffers. But Moshav uh, Leitim also refers to, of course, you know, just having idle time, wasting time. Today we have so many distractions, binge watching and series like that. We can turn around, we've wasted a whole day, 24 hours, we've watched the show, which has no meaning, no real impact in us. It's not going to influence the world around us. And so this Tehillim, as I said, I think is so crucial because it really sets the agenda for the whole Tehillim, but it really sets the agenda for our lives. It's telling us as human beings, as Jews, we have a choice. Each and every one of us, choose life, choose Torah, choose a, a life which is going to give you meaning, it's going to give you the ability to influence others positively to help others through chesed through kindness and make sure we always put those safeguards to understand that there's going to be so many negative influences that are going to try and deter us from sticking to the right path so hopefully we all choose right ish, and we should be praised and of course we should be able to produce fruit have health and only good things please join me again for session three as we explore the next mizmor have a wonderful rest of the day or evening whenever you might be listening to this